Welcome to Victorious Living. So we can see the importance of a submitted will to our faith. And here's another little thought. Don't ever come to the place where we think we know it all because we don't. You don't, I don't, they don't, and them don't. <laughs> no person knows it all, but thank God we, as we read the word and follow the spirit, we're learning every day more of how God would have us to conduct our life. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us a message, the importance of a submitted will. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us the importance of a submitted will. So it's easy to let things slip and get away from you if you don't keep reminding yourself on a daily basis. And that's why it's important to read the Word every day. Paul said, give attendance to reading. So some people say, well, I ain't getting anything out of reading this. I don't even know. Yeah, you are. You're not so naturally conscious, but you are getting something from the word because the word of God has the spirit and the life of God in it. And when you read it, you think about it, then there's something coming to you from the life and the nature of God. When you read it, now your mind, you know, may tell you that you don't understand it. God is not looking for you to, you know, to build sermons. He's just asking you to read Read the word because the word is a lamp to my feet and it is a what? A, amen. And anytime you go out into the dark, what do you do? You carry it with, probably, you know, if there's no street light. You go out into the dark and you don't have a light with you. Guess what? You're kind of stumbling in the dark. When the light of God's word goes out, and slips away, you are meandering in the dark. Amen. Amen. And you know where Satan tra traffics? He traffics in the dark. And so we know that. We understand that, but sometimes we don't always do what we understand, do we? That's three and four of you, but that's good. I'll feel real good going home that three or four of you got that. All right, now I want you to notice something here. In Hosea chapter four, the first part of the sixth verse, Hosea says, my people or God's people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Now it's interesting, you know, you, you know you, you're not gonna die physically necessarily. That's not what we're saying here. But my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Now, what the word destroyed there, if you look down in all of the references, study references that you have, destroyed here is the word for silenced. My people are silenced because there is no sound of faith coming from them. So Satan wants to silence your voice of faith. He wants to shut your mouth of faith. He does not like to hear the sound of faith 
coming out of your mouth. He doesn't like the sound of victory coming out of your mouth. He doesn't like the sound of overcoming coming out of your mouth, but Satan working on your self-will or your natural side, he'll just tell you that's what you're supposed to do when you get in that particular situation. God is looking for a sound in your voice. My people are destroyed. They are silenced because of the lack of, no of knowledge. But I could also say that God's people are often silenced because they have let the word slip from their mind. And so all you have to do, you don't, you don't have to have anybody to tell you that. All you have to do is listen to yourself. Just listen to what you're saying. Listen to how you're reacting or, or see how you're reacting to different situations and circumstances because a lack of knowledge gained and gone are never gained a lack of knowledge. My people are silenced, are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So you have to use what you get. You have, to, you have to use the teaching that you get. Amen. And you may not always feel like shouting. You may not always feel like jumping. And you may not always feel like running. And you may not always feel like lifting your hands, but I can say one thing, if you'll just do what God is prompting you to do on the inside, if that's lifting a hand, if that's patting a foot, if that's jumping up and shouting, that's running around the church, oh Lord Jesus, if we'll just do what the Spirit of God is prompting us to do, we'll know that's the will of God and in the midst of the darkest hours of our life, the will of God will shine the bright of his light upon our pathway and we'll not walk in the darkness. Can you say amen to that? We won't walk in darkness. So my people, Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So we can see the importance of a submitted will to our faith. And here's another little thought. Don't ever come to the place where we think we know it all because we don't. You don't, I don't, they don't, and them don't. <laughs> no person knows it all, but thank God we, as we read the word and follow the spirit, we're learning every day more of how God would have us to conduct our life. But without it, if you just do it on Sunday, there's not enough, I'm sorry. It's just not enough. Now listen to this. Our determination involves our resolve to do right or wrong where our choices are concerned. That's why the knowledge of God's will is vital. It's what I just said to you. Our determination, what are you determined to do where your walk with God is concerned? What are you, what have you decided to do where God's will is for your life and the will of God that you have received through the word. What are you determined to do? What are you determined? Where is your determination when Satan launches an attack against your life? What is your resolve to do the will of God? Satan wants to weaken your resolve, weaken your determination. And if he ever backs you into that corner, guess what? You're going to lose your determination. You're going to lose your resolve to do what God tells you to do. But if you can lift up your head and shout in the midst of the troubles that come, 
I'm not trying to preach troubles to you. I'm just telling you trouble comes to everybody. There's situations, circumstances of trouble that comes to everybody and increasingly so in this period of time which we live. We are in the beginnings of sorrows. We're, we're, Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is on his way. And what are we determined to do? What, are, what have we resolved to do when we're backed up in a corner? When, we, when, when Satan thinks he's, he's got us hemmed in, what am I willing to do? I'm going to be, let's all be just exactly like the Bible teaches us. We're going to look the devil eyeball to eyeball and face to face and say, Satan, you think you got me hemmed up in the corner. You think you're getting the best of me, but I got some news for you, Satan. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I've got some news for you, Satan. I've already won the victory through Jesus Christ. I've got some news for you, Satan. Jesus has already defeated you, and Jesus is in me, and I am in Jesus, and the victory that he won, he brought me up from the depths of the earth with victory, and I was raised up together with him. Hallelujah. And I am in a corner, yes. Uh, Satan, you've tried to back me in a corner, but I just want to give you and put you on notice uh, that the God that's in me has never been backed in a corner to stay. He always comes out of the corner with his power and with his abilities in my life to show victory where I'm concerned. Can you say amen? Everybody say, devil, you cannot back me in a corner and you cannot keep me there for I am greater than you through the Christ that lives on the inside of me. I am a child of God. I have the power of God. I have the spirit of God. I have the wisdom of God. I have knowledge of God. Satan, you cannot keep me in a corner. I'm coming out in the name of Jesus. Oh, and we, we confront him. And not let him push us up in a corner. Amen, but that's easy, that's easy sometimes to, to, do, to do. So Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2, watch, watch how he words this. For I have determined. So what does that mean? That means that Paul had fixed his will. He fixed his will, his self-will to conform to the will of God, for I have determined. Now see, here's the problem sometimes. We hear teaching, we hear preaching, we hear it again and again and again, and hear it again and again and again and again. And then we hear it again and again and again and again. And then we hear it again and again and again. If we're not careful, here comes the thought, I've heard that so much. I need to hear something else. All the while we've let it slip. But yet Satan has cornered us trying to make us believe that we've received it and heard it too much. Well, you can't get too much of it, can you? You can't, you can't get it too much of it, amen. So you have to do it on a day-to-day -day basis, folks. You have to do it on a day-to-day -day basis, amen. So Paul said, I have, now notice he didn't say God has. He said, for I have. Simply indicating it's your choice. It's my choice. It's our choice. Whether how we want to handle it, what we want to do about it, you know, we can, uh, we can do all that. We can dissect it. 
We can do all of the things we want to do, but the bottom line is if you ain't doing it, that does you no good. For I have determined not to know anything. What's he saying? Above all things that I know, above everything that I know, I choose to know the will of God. I am determined. I am determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. What's he talking about? Everything that Jesus' crucifixion purchased, made possible. He said, those are the things that I think on. Those are the things. So Paul had determined, he had re resolved in his mind concerning his teaching and preaching concerning Jesus' crucifixion. The will of man in his walk of faith will waver and change unless there is resolve or determination working with it. The determination or resolve of our faith life will ultimately rule us outwardly in our words and actions. Ultimately, a wavering faith will, will result in the lack of determination or resolve to continue to walk in the will of God. So listen to this. Wavering becomes a byproduct of the lack of determination or resolve to live by faith. That's what causes it. That's, that's, that, that is the, 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 the bottom line on it, the root of it. It's our hope that today's message, The Importance of a Submitted Will, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD of today's message, please request offer number 30. Today's special offer number is 30. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.